The How to Breed Your Horse episode of the Zed Run Gambling Podcast on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network is presented by WinBet. Bet $50 at WinBet and get $200 in free bets. Bet big, win bigger with WinBet. Download the WinBet app now or visit wynnbet.com and start winning today. We're also brought to you by Sleeper. You already play fantasy on Sleeper, but now you can win cold, hard cash after their over-under game. Just head over to sleeper.com slash SGP on your phone to join the SGPN group, and Sleeper will automatically match your first deposit up to $100. That's sleeper.com slash SGP. And make sure to download the SGPN app. You're home for all our free picks, podcasts, and articles. Welcome, everybody, back to another episode of the Zed Run Gambling Podcast. This is our How to Breed episode. I am your host, Scott Bowser. With me is my sidekick and partner in crime on this one, the Wolf of Oakland, his freakness himself, Chase Sessoms. Chase, how you doing, buddy? Man, I'm good. His freakness, uh, now that uh, Prickness Week has passed, has uh, headed back to the funky planet that he came from where he's slapping a bass guitar fast and loose. See, I, I wanted to say his freakness just at the top here because uh, you, you did earn that with your pre hitting the trifecta for the freakness. I got to give you that. So Thank you. Yeah, it's, uh, his freakness always smashes the freakness, man. I don't know <laughs> what to say. Uh, yeah, it was it was a good race for me. It was definitely a good race for me. I got really cute with my trifecta, but I not like, you know, like corgis and sailor suits cute and I was still able to hit it. So yeah, it worked. That's all that matters. You know what? If you want to get into some real D-Gen stuff, I was uh, just staying up last night looking because NFL Week 1 lines came out. Ooh. And I was looking. how There's like, I think, 10 or 11 home team underdogs. Really? And I was just thinking, like, blind bet the field right. on those right now. Because some of those might even be favorites by the time Week Run rolls around. Yeah. And then, and then you go blind bet those now. And try and group as many together in parlays. So I was looking if I just did a between those, it was like a two team round robin and a three team round robin. And I narrowed it down to only the ones over plus 150. And it would have been 56 bets. Oh, wow. <laughs> and I was like, you know, I might have to do this just on principle because <laughs> this is like a hardcore, like first half unders, like an NC March Madness kind of degen move. So, yeah, I mean, some kids save for a new bike, others save for a 56 bet uh, round robin play for the NFL week one. Yeah, I mean, but, priorities. But yeah, no, you had a good preakness and it was your birthday weekend. So, yeah. Happy yeah. birthday to you, dude. Um, uh, Thank you. And you've been expanding your sable over with the, over your birthday weekend. So yeah, and, and in fact, I, I received a, a very lovely birthday gift from one Scott Bowser. Aww. Of uh, he he gave the gift of horse, uh, the a, a real sexy little uh, Z eighteen Buterin Colt Nantucket Blues that uh, is going to be running in a couple minutes. Actually, um, the name yeah. name alone I thought was worth it. Like oh yeah, totally. And I, I, I like I look. His mom was Nantucket Reds came yeah. you know <laughs> and this one came out blue gotta name it nantucket blues at that point uh but yeah man it's uh and then i've i've been i kind of went on a small uh a buying spree of just finding horses that uh ha haven't done anything but looks promising on pedigree yeah you know like and that's what we'll kind of get into on this episode because right now um it is the breeding episode but I do think that there's more value in buying decent little undervalued pedigree racers on the open market but we'll get into that 
Um, I wanted to tell you about how where I did for Preakness, and I did this for Kentucky Derby, too, because we actually haven't recorded together since before the Kentucky Derby. Um, I went to both, on both of them, I went to live Zed events, um, and uh, it was really cool. Um, hybrid, it was a hybrid horse race series, and they're doing it for Belmont coming up on June 11th. So if you're in the Vegas area and you want to check this out, definitely come for this. It's free. Find it on Eventbrite. You just got to book your tickets. It's a two-drink minimum when you get there. I was knocking back the 24-ounce uh, Modellos. Like, there was a good vibe over there, dude. <laughs> so, um, but, yeah, so uh, my I took my buddy from work the first time, and he won a horse. And then uh, I, last, last time, I won a horse. And, and so, like, can I have a, I'm not going to lie. Uh, I'm, I'm grateful. You know, it's very nice. But I'm kind of disappointed with how it was handled. Because, okay, first off, all like the way these hybrid events have worked is there's 48 horses from four stables that are bred for this event. Yeah. Each stable has its own race that it sponsors, where it's like a custom thing that the Zed people do right there, where they enter yeah. all these horses in this race. They're from the same stable. And if you have, and they draw names out of this, they have this wheel that's spinning around on this like computer screen. If your name lands, you fill one of the gates, your horse wins or finishes or finishes on the podium, you get to keep it. So they're going to give out 12 horses on the day. Yeah. All right. Yeah. So I, uh, I went and I get the first place, but like every other, so I've been to twice now. So five out of the six or wait, no, there's four stables. So seven out of the eight, all the stables basically bred decent horses and some were like elites and cross, but like they were all in like that Z 10 to like Z 30 range. Right. You're getting something kind of serviceable. The one I won happened to be the only one out of the whole thing so far that was like Z40s to Z60s. <laughs> so, okay, that I feel a little gypped there, but I'm a, I already have a nice stable uh, going. Or build, I, I'm building the blocks up. And this was just a fun one for me to have because they did give me a, a print, a 3D printout of it. I sent you the picture of that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's like, but like a little trophy on like a little Z thing. And there's like an actual code in there. So if you have an FPC reader on your phone, the horse will come up on your phone when you scan the little trophy thing. That's and this thing badass. was made by one of the like first two like original 3D art print artists in the world. So this thing probably has a little value. So I, I do have a, now a sentimental attachment to this horse. I'm never going to race. And, and But you know part of the reason why I'm never going to race this horse, Chase? Why is that? Because when they sent it to me and they transferred it over... They fucking sent it to me in the goddamn stud stable. They have it in the stud. So, dude, it was, and it had been there since like, they sent it to me yesterday, which is Tuesday. It yeah. Had been, and, and it said it had uh, five days left on a seven day stretch. And it, I know since the stud stable only goes in seven, three, and one days, they yeah. put it in for seven. So they put it in there Sunday, dicked around for two days, trying to burn some covers off it. And then they ran it in four races before they sent it over to me. They didn't do that to the horse my buddy won. That's crazy. That's crazy. That feels I'm like I'm not going to call the stable out by name. I'm not going to do that. Oh. But if anybody private messages me in our Slack channel or over on Twitter, uh, I might, I, and I, you know, you help me out with something. I don't know, maybe a five star review. I might be inclined to. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. That's, I mean, we're easily purchased. Yeah. Quite I'm, honestly. You can bribe me quite easy. But yeah. I thought that was kind of bogus. I'm not going to lie. Sending it in stud, uh, racing it in between the event and now. And like, it's like, they're all bred just for that event. So it had two races and I thought it was cool having just this horse with a 50% win percentage. <laughs> right. Right. 
uh, maybe maybe it's just kind of like a boys to men thing where just it's so hard to say goodbye you know and they yeah. just had to you know get get their money's I, worth out of i don't know maybe i felt like they were like doing some shady stuff with that though so but uh all in all the event was really cool i could tell on the kentucky derby one a lot of those people had never watched a horse race before right like they it was like a bunch of nft people zed people like crypto people that has never gotten into real and so that was fun to see their reaction to the kentucky derby they did it differently where it started later because the first one it went like early like like started like 11 noon or whatever and then went to right. like four or five o'clock this one i thought they did it better where they started like at four like right out like i basically went right after the preakness and i watched right. it at a casino right around the block from there but uh they did it from like four to eight four to nine or whatever and i thought that was way way better and like so they did these four races with the championship at the end championship goes down at 420 so a lot of fun or no it did the first time but uh yeah so uh real quick just want to make sure everybody get down on the win bets fifty dollars win 200 promotion where a fifty dollar bet qualifies you for up to two hundred dollars in free bets plus the win bet casino is offering 100 percent deposit bonus up to one thousand dollars all users can receive a free $20 bet when they win, lose, or push a three-plus leg build-your-own-bet parlay between Thursday and Saturday. Take advantage of the NBA playoffs. The match is coming to the win, and you can also bet on it on win bet. Tom Brady and Aaron Rodgers, minus 200. Josh Allen, Patrick Mahomes, plus 165. I'm kind of interested in that. There's so much to choose from, and all you have to do is download the win bet app or visit wynnbet.com to get started. Offer subject to change, terms and conditions at winbet.com. Must be 20 or over, older and present in the state where play through WinBet is available. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem, call 1-800-522-4700. All right. Yeah, that, that was the uh, event stuff. It was cool, but I've, I've met a lot of cool people now that we're going to have on the show. Um, yeah. I kind of got, I got now know like one of the Z executives. I got to know the guy who does all the 3D printings. And he, I'm trying to get him to work out a deal with us. Uh, he's really cool. He lives here in Nevada. Okay. Um, he's not too far from me, like an hour or two away. Um, yeah. But, like, might be able to work out a deal where he does exclusive printouts and customs of our horses. Ooh. And so when our listeners maybe buy our horses, they'll get this official physical thing to go along with it. So I'm trying to nice work something like that. Pull. A little pot sweetener. I like it. Yeah, I like it. You know, like trying to add a little value to the overall game, dude. Like, That's right. Um, but there, are, dude. Speaking of value in the game, there is some Z, uh, new Z news this week, which I think is pretty huge for those of you that have listened to the show. It's our fourth episode now. You've been listening. You like the fun. Um, you're thinking about starting a stable, but you don't know yet. It sounds like I'm doing another ad, but I'm not. Um, but uh, like. They have a thing where now you can borrow horses. And you saw this, right? Yeah. Yeah. Just let me borrow your horse for a minute. So I think so. that's what they should call is. Hey, just let me borrow your horse for a minute. That's so the feature. What it looks like is you get these like off chain horses. And so, okay. It, it, Cause they don't want these horses that people can get as freebies. You get it for an hour. You sign yeah. up and then you can rent it for an hour and decide whether or not you want to, you know, yeah. Which is just enough time to get massively addicted to this game. Yeah, like a paintball gun is what you're telling me. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So they, uh, they, they, but these horses will be like off the chain. So it, like, and they're letting all the analytic sites know to not have these races count with stats with other, you know, because it's not going to be running against like our horses because that wouldn't work right. Right. You got all these right. like loners out there and these people 
getting thrown into the shark pool. Like that's. Yeah. I wonder, are they going to have like one hour loner tournaments that like start at certain, you know, like every Dude, hour or something? They should. I mean, yeah, I I agree. I think that'd be cool. They, they seem to be branching out what they're doing with the tournaments and everything. It seems like it'd be a, like a good little, little and step just make to it like, go with you need like three qualifiers in that hour or whatever. Right. Right. And then, yeah, we we'll just, you run out of against however many are, are in that tournament, you know? Yeah. That, that'd, be, that'd be really cool. Um, yeah. yeah, no. So yeah, if you guys, anybody listening, thinking about that, go check out Z.run, uh, what this whole show has been based on and check. I, we're, we're both addicted. So like, pretty much, pretty much at this point. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I'm all in dude. Like, I think like, what's on like, my schedule. I got two hours to kill to, to just enter horses into the Fibonacci yeah, name for dude. Gerald R. Fibonacci. Yeah. You know, old Jerry boy, old, old Jerry <laughs> Fibs, as we used to call him. <laughs> Jerry, yeah, Jerry Fibs from around the way, you know? I mean, Gerald Phil is Fibonacci, a.k.a. Jerry Fibs. Sounds like some sort of underworld character you got to you gotta deal with. Yeah, he's a, he's a good fella, you know? Jerry Fibs is a good name for a horse. It's his excellent name. That or just, I, I would name one Jerry Fibs, and then I would also make sure that I had a, a sibling named Gerald R. Fibonacci <laughs> uh, to, <laughs> to get in there. Um, no, nah, dude, like, yeah, I think... Uh, um. No, it's. I think this has a lot of potential and depth to the game. That what that's yep. like, and just to bring in because they need to make it easier. And that's what we're trying to do with this show is get new people into the game, make it less intimidating. Because especially if you're new to crypto, it can be fucking yeah. massively intimidating to buy the Ethereum, this and that, and like. Yeah, like make sure quite, that you're in the right wallet. Yeah, yeah all make sure that you stuff. got the right code link. Now I can whip them through my shit back and forth i'm just sending shit here sending shit there <laughs> like it's going all over the place like it was e- like yeah. i mean it was easy when i sent it to you it just says wolf of oakland stables i'm like yeah that's that's where i'm that's, going that's him yeah yeah that's that's it uh but no i i think that's cool and also like you said dude the new tournaments which is fucking awesome so did you read did you read the thing that they sent out for that i i didn't read it i'll tell you what happened was i you know, I, I received my, my birthday gift of Nantucket blues and I was like, all right, let's see what this baby can do. And, uh, I pull you know, I pull up the events and I see what, what tournaments are running and it says Fibonacci cup. I was like, Ooh, the Gerald R Fibonacci cup. Here we go. And so, uh, I run a couple of horses. Uh, I get a couple of winners, a couple of podiums. I'm like, I am set in this here Fibonacci cup. Let me go to the, see the, the standings for how I'm doing. And nope. I was like, shit this is only for pacers uh yeah like it was it was really and uh, next I, week's only for crosses and i guess they're gonna do a work its way up and i notice if you click on the oh there's now a thing in the in the me- race menu tab there's now an open class right the open class is good so we have all these like class races that we're currently doing already but then the open class is going to be the one where we do these tournaments so like I noticed, uh, God, I mean, look it up real quick. But it was like, they also have like a whole, like the section of like, there's going to be classes of just Genesis, you know, down Genesis, Legendary, Exclusive, Elite, Cross, and Pacer. They're starting at Pacer this week. It's going to be Cross next week, and they're going to work through the first six. But then I noticed a few brackets of Z numbers. And did you see this? I know that there's there's a Z21 like a minimum Z21 that you that we've talked about before. I I didn't see how many more variations they had on it. Okay, let me look this up real quick on here because they act, dude. It's it's kind of wild, but like it, there's gonna be like basically a Z200 to 268 class for these. So it's like 
now we got to figure out wh- how is it worth this worth it for us to get to like Z two hundred. Because now it's like right. I, I want to have a horse in my stable for every tournament format. Right, <laughs> right. I don't want to take days off. I have to have something, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I gotta have something running for for the action, just alone. So yeah, no, like I think it's really cool though, um, like the possibilities of where this can go with these, because like we were talking about on last week's episode, like, um, there's already third party tournaments doing this, and it's good to see Zed paying attention to what people are doing. And being like, hey, let's incorporate this. Because, like, some of the stuff that they do, like, some of the zombie racing stuff and the Dan Chan stuff, like, I don't think they could introduce. But, dude, I think double ups, like, that Dan Chan, that, dude, that that should be the next one. Right. I agree. I, I, I think that if people win money, then they're instantly going to be a little bit more invested in the product. Yeah. And the double up is just the, the, the best way. It doesn't have to be a lot. It can be two for four, you know, it can be five yeah. for 10, you know, uh, just, and which even just do I, a dollar double up thing, having race, right. dollar double ups would rule. Cause it's like, you're getting, yeah, it's not big stakes. It, those, those alone will keep the sharks out of there from preying on the newbies and, and the small guys that just want to have a little fun with it. Right. Right. The, not the, to keep you from getting just swallowed up by, by, I guess, basically the horses that usually just absolutely sp- Bank yeah, me like, whenever dude, I make it to any power any should be up there racing for like hundred dollar races. You know, there's like, right. like, dude, like it is ridiculous. I can't. Okay. Convention. Oh, here we go. Um, I think I found the guide for it, but yeah, I, I think they need it. Now there's a reason to have a pacer in your stable. Right. So right. I, I figured out the pacer. I want to breed. Okay. Um, okay. Cause this is the breeding episode. I am I'm I'm breeding a special cross out of pieces I already have in my stable for this upcoming one. But I realized for the next pacer event, I'm gonna want something a little different. And so this this cross I just got you. I want you to throw him in the stud barn for just throw him in there for the the twenty four hour one or whatever. Okay. Just so okay. I can get this cover. But I I mean I'm trying to be like uh, you know, like a ball buster. I want it, I want you to refund me the stud fees since I gave you that. Fair. That's fair. Okay. Fair. Okay, okay. 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 So the, your end of the stud fee goes back to me, so I can get this one as cheap as possible. But mm-hmm. I'm gonna if I do that Z18 cross with my Z10 legendary Finmig, who's been pretty solid as a legendary. I think that Z28 pacer Finny might have a little, or Buterin might have a little potential. That's what I'm talking about right there. You were just mentioning like the tournaments for like Z two hundreds or you know and plus, and I was sitting here thinking, and I was like, how many generations out of our stable would that that take? That like, you know, because I don't think I have anything over like a Z twenty. Like it would take us like a a couple days to get far enough down the family I was, tree. I was thinking about it, and you know what we would have to do to do it is start with like a couple legendaries, right? Like like a, right. like a Z ten and a Z twelve or something like that, and make the Z twenty two. Okay, but yeah. here's where we do get have to be diabolical with it, and it would take us like a, maybe a month or two to. It would take <laughs> us a while to do this, right? Right. But if we kept doing it to where we kept breeding it, okay, so we take the two legendaries, go down. But let's say it's a, one of the legendaries of one I create with my Genesis. So then now we have that like Z25. Just let's say let's just say it's a Z25. We take two legendaries. Uh, I already have a Z10, and then I I make a Z15. Pop those yeah. together, make the Z25 uh, exclusive that I'm now working with to get my way there. But here's what I start doing is I start breeding a back and forth 
flipping it with back into the grandparents of like the legendaries and the genesis clever and so i kind of keep i don't go to pacer with it right away or whatever let's see if i could get there just by working it back with genesis over and over again yeah back and forth until it's so fucking inbred (laughs) it's like who knows what that z 200 freak show is going to be but it's going to be something out there but it would take me so long and so many like burning of my actual good genesis horses Uh, since the last recording i have picked up a second one so it's like dude i don't want to burn those races those those breeds those and stuff on trying to make a z200 but that would be an interesting one if i had a bigger stable i might try and do something like that for a z200 tournament just with with your plan you're either going to come up with some just like freak show athletic uh zed horse or an emu somehow yeah yeah somehow i'm like (laughs) the first ever emu seen on on zed run yeah no people are like what the hell um i see the ones that kind of have me excited though are more like like the z100s let's say the z50s because you could do that relatively kind of easy it would be actually be fun at that point to like try and price shop for like a good z35 to work into the family tree on making a z100 you know like right 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 and so okay well let's before we go any further, um, let me. Uh, <laughs> I'm really prepared today, dude. I'm. Um, all right. Uh, now you know. I just wanted to give a quick shout out to Sleeper. Sleeper is the fastest growing fantasy platform today with millions of players. You probably already have a fantasy league on there. I have one. Uh, it's a game changing product, unlike anything else in the industry. And now you can make money on Sleeper too by playing the new Over Under game. It's really simple. First, in any sport, choose one or more players you like. Pick the over-under, number of points in basketball, or hits in baseball, or I don't know. Um, uh, see, they need to get Zed Run included into this, but I'll work on that later. Then choose the amount of money you want to enter in the contest. If you pick correctly, you can win anywhere from two times to 20 times the money you put in. I love the over-under on Sleeper because it's the only app where I can join my buddies' contests and play together. It's got a built-in group chat where you can see what you and your friends are doing. The tap of a button. It's very fun to ride it all out together. Stop what you're doing and download Sleeper and play the over-under game. Have friends and make some money. Um, okay. On your mobile phone, phone join our our listener group, Sleeper at sleeper.com slash SGP. And Sleeper will automatically match your first deposit up to $100. That's right. Join our squad and get the 100% deposit match bonus at sleeper.com slash SGP for and you know what, dude? That's one of the most impossible ones to do because, man, that is a tongue twister. Sl- the slash SGP with the sleeper and the, oh, man. But shout out to them. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right. But okay, so let's get into the, uh, we're talking about these tourneys. Let's get into breeding and how it works. Okay. So if you, it, I'm just going to say it up front. That, I mean, let's remember this is not a financial advice show. I don't think it's smart. Like I said earlier, I don't think the smartest thing you should be doing right now is, is breeding and trying to figure it out with limited stables. I think the best thing, especially if you're a new player like we are, because I I'm I mean I'm only four months in now, you know, and you're like a month in or whatever. Right, right. And it's just kind of one of the in the grand scheme of things. Like years later, we'll be looking back. It's like I was only three months ahead of you, but now it seems like it's like uh, you're my young Padawan. I'm fucking Qui Gon Jinn over here. Right. Like, yeah. It is. It's kind of. It, it, it seems like your knowledge of this and I'm talking about just anybody it's like you go into this and you're just like what the what the what what is going on here what is, what are these people talking about and then you pick up on like one or two key terms and then you're just like off to full 
full yeah. blown. Now, now we uh, you should see our like our messages with each other, texts and stuff. It's like we're talking variant scores, base ability score, like all kinds of like fitness, like breeding fitness, all kinds of shit, and like distance preferences. We're all over it, man. Yeah, I mean we got we got the jargon down, dude. We're we're fucking balls deep in that jargon. That's that's right. <laughs> but no, like so. When you go, just like there is, a, uh, when you race your horse on the racing tab, you might see, you'll see the breeding tab on there. If you go into breeding, you'll click your horse, and if you have a male, you put it in the stud barn. And so, um, and then if, if you have a female, if you have a female horse, you don't even need to own a male. You can just go in the stud barn, pay whatever the stud fee is on the horses that are in there. And uh, my horse, Awesome Avenger, is currently in there right now, my Z7 Finny, Finny uh, Genesis. A uh, quick little plug for him. I have him at the minimum that they'll let me charge for him. And uh, he, if you look at his uh, pedigree, uh, Chase and I like kind of help. He kind of helped me evaluate him, but he's created some damn good winners. Like, yeah, yeah, some really good horses uh, at by him. And there, there's a reason why. Uh, there's a reason why you uh, you scooped him up. He just looked like a really good horse to have. You know, slinging horse dong. Yeah, like he's he so. Male horses can breed three times a month, and females can breed once. That's why I wanted to start with a good strong stallion to build my stable around, really, even though I already had a few horses in there. But getting him really was like that piece where I'm like, okay, now I can build a family tree starting at the top. I can build from the Genesis level down. I had already right. I'd started with exclusives. I'd worked my way up to legendaries. Now I got some Genesis action, you know, and then like – and right and then now i'm kind of like i got a second genesis i got the first female i want to get like one or two more of those if i can get them at the right value but if i only got one more i'm comfortable from there just trying to identify bargain racers and going from there and right and then using those bargain racers to breed down line with them so if it's an elite i'll breed it at the elite level to make a cross or whatever you know like i'll 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 do what i got to do on these things because i'm starting to see like an operation like the one I'm kind of starting to get going, I could really be a value selling horses for these tourneys of people. Yeah, that makes sense. If you have, if you have horses that are spe specifically bred, because I mean, with these new specific conditions that there's a lot of horses that you're, you're just not going to be able to run every single day uh, because the, the tournaments will, will exclude, you know, por portions of your stable. And then on top of that, I mean, would you, if you put the time and energy into breeding, you know, them down to that, those specific conditions, then, I mean, I, for one, am pretty glad that you outsourced that job and I will gladly purchase a horse that you've, you know, that, that you've actually bred for those specific conditions. Yeah. Where it's like, okay, this is for a, it's a Z50 uh, cross or whatever. It'll be good for cross. Right. Or, it, it'll be good enough for a lot of cross journey or Z50 pacer. Be good enough to compete in most pacer tourneys, and it'll be right there for the Z50s or whatever. You know, like something like that. Like, yeah, yeah. I mean, it, it makes sense. I mean, because like I said, like I personally like I, I like to run my horses every single day, and if I'm running them every single day, I like to run them for something. You yeah. know, to know that I'm in, in the mix for something, and so yeah, being able to to have these sort of things like stock ready to go, just ready to go off the Scotty Bowser's, you know, use, use Zed horse lot, just ready to roll, man. Yeah. And, and also too, it's like, I, at a certain point, you kind of, 
like at the elite level or whatever or at the cross level they only get like eight or 12 breeds or whatever before the decay starts so it's like yeah my genesis are unlimited i can pop out legendaries all day with my two my pair right now i can make one right. legendary a month for the rest of time and i'm never going to have any issues with those genesis but with the legendaries you get like i think what is it 32 or 36 breeds before I I think so. Yeah. Somewhere around there. I should probably have this up. right. <laughs> I should, should probably be a little bit more prepared to that, but like each level go after Genesis, and the unlimited, as you go down on, oh, I'm going to pull up the chart right now so we can know, but uh, yeah, each level is going to have a, a, a level where breeding decay hits. Now you start at level zero breeding decay, and then you just go to level one. I've kind of heard that it, breeding decay really like, Level one, you don't really see anything, but like level two, level three. So ideally, like on a legendary, you could probably breed it like 60 to 100 times before you see any real like negative like effects. Right, right. But even then, I wouldn't personally do that. I wouldn't because I'd like to keep some value in the breeds and these things. And But like it's but like, I mean, dude, if I discover to a, an elite combo or whatever. And so, so well, hold on. But if I discover that right combo. I might pound it at that level and get as many out of them as possible. But then the whole point of that is I need to also own that, that combo's parents on both sides. So I can keep trying to recreate that. uh, Right. Right. To, to try to catch lightning in a bottle twice. Yeah. Yeah. You got to keep popping those out. Now we know it's like, okay, I got something there. All right. I am in the, uh, whatchamacallit, uh, Let's put, take a look at the dribbler. Okay. I'm going to try and put the dribbler, my one of my long-range horses, the Z13 Finney Legendary. Let's see if I can get him in the stud stable real quick. Oh, they're going to be ball bus. Oh, there we go. Put him in the breed. Oh, shit. I can't see where that chart's at. And I think it's, I'll put it in the article that accompanies this and we keep this train rolling a little bit. But yeah, it'll uh, essentially like, w- like you're going to have this decay level, but the Genesis will never, so that's one reason why the Genesis will always have value in this game. Right. Because um, you're going to be able to, and from what I've seen, and this is just kind of from what I've listened to on other podcasts and from other breeders talking about it and just from what I've seen from experience the last few months racing my horses. And now that I have a lot more, a few more horses, I'm in that many more races. So I'm seeing more and more patterns kind of develop right. and whatnot. Right. Um, but like, I feel like you can breed the Nakamoto's and Zabo's down to elites and cross, especially and have very good racers. Yeah. Yeah. I, I can usually think of any race where I don't do well, I'm usually being smoked by a Nakamoto of any, any Z number. And yeah. just see that always just seems to be, you know, who, who, who wins. So yeah, I, I would kind of agree that you can, you can breed them down a good bit and still have really quality Whereas with horse. like buterins, the lowest bloodline, I would say that on those, you can breed those down to the legendary level very well. You see a lot of very good legendary buterins and you yeah. see a few good exclusives, but I think once you get to the elite level with those, that there's a big drop off. Like, and with Finneys too, I I I see a few more Finney elites that are okay, but like for the most part, like dude, like Finney exclusives can be really fucking good, especially yeah. I, the the first two horses I have are are 
Finney elites, Finney exclusives that are, you know, Z20, you know, Z anywhere from Z12 to Z20. And those are some of the, the highest win rate horses that I have, you know? Yeah. You, you, yeah. And like, but I like, I mean, those horses are good because they're not going to move too far up. Right. Yeah. They, they constantly stay about that, like class five, class four range. Yeah, like, cause you could probably buy a solid Nakamoto, Nakamoto exclusive pretty reasonable mm-hmm. and then go to the stud farm like get a mare and then go to the stud farm and breed it out with like a z1 so if you got like a solid like z7 z8 exclusive nakamoto yeah you could just keep cranking go to the stud farm and popping out like z8 z9 nakamoto exclusives right right and yeah. if I ever decide to really get into the Nakamoto market, that's probably how I would approach it. Cause it's just too goddamn expensive to fucking actually buy a real like Genesis breeding bear. And that's like, yeah. What, what I'm noticing is right now for what's out there, for what I'm willing to pay for, for a Z horse, like right now, especially with the prices as they are, like it's a, it's a buyer's market for, for some of these, like, yeah. you know, uh, lightly raced horses where they might've run them at the, at the wrong distance or things like that. And man like right right now like i just it's not in my budget to go out and buy a bunch of nakamoto's whereas like pick up you know buttes and finnies and and you know zabos pretty easily pretty for a good price good value i've noticed just running the numbers in the game that the zabos are the least bred horse in the game they're the least no- like people will breed them with their finnies and buterins yeah to, to keep the z number low on the next generation but you don't see too many Zabo and Zabo like legendaries. You don't see many like Zabo exclusives. I I have I actually have one practice poses, yeah. but you don't well, see too many of those. A lot of people have strong feelings about the Polish, so it makes sense. <laughs> Is Zabo Polish? I don't know. I, I, I think it's Japanese. I assume. Okay, that works. Well, a lot of people have a lot of feelings about them too. Zabo. I. <laughs> <laughs> well, anything sounds okay. I am Samurai Zabo. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> Just in case we haven't offended the Asians on the show yet. Yeah, yeah, why not? Um, but no, so like, you, you get, like, yeah, so it's just really complex right now. Like you're saying, dude, with the, it is a buyer's market, and I would rather load up on like 20 discount horses over the next few months. And I've, I mean, I've managed to find some just like diamond in the rough steals. Uh, I think I and, kind of found you one there for that for the, yeah, for the for cross sure. tournament. Oh yeah, for and sure. I noticed, dude. Any ten percent winning horse that's a cross was like pre- wasn't cheap on the market this week because people knowing it's going to be oh the prices started creeping up. People started asking for yeah, more on Haku yeah, no, and everything. Like, and so, like, like watch, you'll see a uh, a big pacer dump off this next week. That sounds about right. Yeah, that's a good point. <laughs> you'll see, like, <laughs> like so like, you can buy cheap pacers for the next time the tournament comes around. Yeah, yeah, but like. Especially ones that were specifically bred for it or whatever. Like, right, right. Or maybe they just didn't do it, you know. Because, like, dude, like, I don't know. I, I do kind of agree that after about five races, you probably know what a horse is. Yeah. Like, like but with some of these now, uh, like, that, that would be in, still in the discovery process. You got ten races in the discovery process. But, dude, like, just hypothetically here, you're going to be running way harder races in the discovery process than an all Z21 tournament. If you're a Z21, that's, 
That's true because it doesn't matter. It could be a it could be a Z four a brand new Z four versus a brand new Z you know Z eighty or something because you're all just kind of lumped in there together. Yeah, and then so but if you if you're that Z eighty that's the only Z and you're getting smoked and all those, I don't know if that's a really good judge. I mean, I'm sure there's some data you can extrapolate from there and like figure something out, but like right. I I don't know if that's necessarily the best barometer for how you should judge that Z eighty because you know i think we're gonna need to start keeping like a, like basically just a whole separate set of books dude for yeah. these like sp- these specific tournaments like that makes sense yeah it'd be it'd be really interesting to have those to just pull the pull the results for those because i think i agree with you they'd kind of get muddled if you look at them in the whole like you know as we evaluate whole- horses right that we how we've been evaluating them right now yeah it's like i'm already saying like okay we well, we've been doing this wrong we need, and like this is where we have this is so new everybody's got to figure it out at the same time so it levels the playing field big time right no i agree i completely agree so yeah like uh um yeah and i i just think that like w- the future of breeding can be is going to be really interesting because you're going to see some very odd combinations bred to get into some of these tournaments yeah and i kind of I think you, you mentioned this earlier, but and if you did, then I'm going to echo it, which is uh, I think Zed's being really smart with with how they're doing these tournaments to maybe kind of put some of the value back into the breeding that that it feels like it you know doesn't really have because of the, what's what's happened with the with crypto prices and everything. Yeah. It's kind of it's for people who are interested into it. It makes it makes sense now to start spending spending that money on breeding. Well, I'll say this when the, the week the crypto market and NFT market as a whole kind of all went under the nft crypto the whole whatever vice versa whatever you guys know what i meant um yeah but i would say that week that might have been one of the most fun weeks in zed history <laughs> people were just fucking like fuck yeah dude courses are cheap right now let's get some runners up in here yeah just fucking part partying like it's the end of the world or it's the yeah. civil war and a doctor's coming to saw your leg off yeah, <laughs> yeah. oh just pour some whiskey on a doc it'll it'll heal well, up good. just fine Get me back to the front lines, Doc. Dude, but uh, yeah, no. Um, so let me get into our next sponsor here real quick. Uh, <laughs> I've been really looking forward to this one today. Uh, all right. So uh, sweaty sack summer is approaching, and it's time for you to prioritize the comfort of your crotch. That's why the kings of crotch comfort, Manscaped, spent two years designing the most comfortable boxer briefs out there. I've had the honor of testing out these new boxers, and I could say it's the softest, fabric my junk has touched so breathable that it's like gills for your groin they even trademarked the jewel pouch trademark and it's got the trademark logo on it so you know it's serious i think next time you invest in your family jewels so you let the bulge breathe and get 20 percent off plus free shipping by using promo code sgp at manscape.com um i gotta say dude and you know you get the trimmer too man uh go along with it and the underwear you're styling because i gotta say me personally uh, it's like I got Gene Shallot and a scissor kick down there. It's, uh, <laughs> it's horrible. It's a horrible atrocity. But with uh, Manscaped's uh, groin, you know, glitter groin comfort zone, I'm all in on the package. <laughs> I got to tell you, I'm just happy you didn't say Bruce Valanche. <laughs> <laughs> you weren't expecting a Gene Shallot reference. I was not. I, uh, no. <laughs> 
not at all. So for the record, Scott Bowser's like someone turned a woolly willy upside down. <laughs> okay, we get 10, 20% off plus free shipping with the code SGP at manscaped.com. That's 20% off plus free shipping with the code SGP at manscaped.com. Once the boxers 2.0 touch your sack, you'll never go back. Oh, I mean, that was just a lot of fun. Let's, I'm not going to lie. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> You're time. literally glowing right now and i like it oh, i'm here for it you know like if i get hopefully manscape doesn't can us after that after me doing that be, after bringing up gene shallot and a scissor kick because uh yeah <laughs> I, I, I feel like there anything goes you know yeah I, yeah dude i mean they they're the ones who came up with sweaty sack summer it's not me um, yeah which is the new hot girl summer i yeah. think yeah, so it's gonna be sweaty sack summer for guys like us, dude. That's <laughs> <laughs> and I didn't say anything about like horse balls or anything. Yeah. Or, no, like, you know, I should have incorporated I, some horse junk into this because you this showed a, admirable dude. restraint, good yeah, sir. Dude, thanks, buddy. Thanks, because I mean this is the horse breeding show, so uh, that's right. Yeah. So that's basically kind of like yeah, you do the whole thing if you do now. One more thing we'll know about like this whole breeding stud barn process, whether you're putting your male in or you're taking a female or you're trying to breed on your own. Um, if you breed within your own stable, they'll give you a 33% discount. Right. Okay. If you set up a second wallet and start a second stable and breed with yourself through two stables, um, you keep 56% of the stud fee. Huh. Something here. So, Doesn't add up. So, would you rather get fifty six percent off or thirty three percent off? It's a twenty three percent difference there, and they'll have to fix this. But this is what I mean. It's pretty obvious. This is what all the top breeders have been doing. Because literally, if you look at a lot of horses, the parents will be like, "Mother, they, like uh, Sean's breeding barn or breeding females." You know, father Sean stable, father Sean's breeding stud. It'll just be very obvious about it. When you start looking into these family trees, but yeah, dude, like, I mean, and yeah, so like, that's twenty three percent. That's so many more horses each time. Like each right. If you have a one Genesis male and three Genesis females, or whatever, and you're doing this thing that I want to build up to, that's gonna save me so much fucking money each month. Like, yeah, just by picking other barns and you know getting the getting the uh, the little discount there, which yeah. I'm sure I'm gonna trust you because I'm bad at word problems, but I'm trusting you. That there's va- that there's more value there. Yes. Yes. Like because I'm not just unless it's gambling. Unless it's gambling math. Unless you can Okay, think of it like this, dude. Uh Okay. Okay. Would you rather have like uh plus uh three thirty or plus five sixty <laughs> odds? Pass. You know, on a money line bet. Pass. Would you so you would rather have a you don't have a preference of three to one i can't i can't i can't math i can't math <laughs> i just I'm, I'm saying pass until you give me one i can hit no yes i definitely want the plus five six come on man i was doing a shtick it's okay <laughs> it's all right no it's, all it's right. just like it's uh it's time to workshop that one i have to go to open yeah mic you know you gotta, yeah, you gotta go to open mic night dude you gotta fucking bomb it with it a few times tinker get it ready yeah. work take it on the road well wh- one bomb out bring it back, right dude. there that's the, yeah, that's that, the power move is you go out of town, you pound it over there, and then you bring it back to the city. And uh, well, it it already it already tanked in uh, in Scott's living room laugh hut. I'm so a tough I, I'm uh, a tough crowd, you know. It's I, true. It's true. You know, <laughs> <laughs> but uh, 
No, so yeah, by getting yourself that discount with a two-sale approach, and also, I've just noticed, like, I didn't necessarily set up my two-sale approach for this. I did it because I wanted to have a separate racing stable from my main, like, breeding barn overall stable, where that's where I'm making all my purchases and acquiring pieces and doing that, but, dude, when you, ha when you start getting up to over 10 horses, it's hard to, sometimes, if you have, like, six horses in one class, it can be a yeah. huge pain in the ass when you're trying to get quick entries into tournaments, Right, since you can't have two from the same barn in, yeah, yeah, and so I've even managed it a couple times where it's like I've had two of my horses in the same tourney race <laughs> at the same distance because I flipped back and forth between the stables quick enough to get the entries in. Right, did either one? Did either hey, one make was, it to the next I, round? Yeah, I was doing it kind of with practice poses and issues and controversy because that's her son. I just kind of and I've ran them against the head to head a couple times now, and they yeah. each won once. Or they've each beat, finished ahead of the other once. So I don't have much to go up on this, but I'm just kind of like, that's the only one I've bred so far as issues and controversy. I'm going to breed another horse coming up for this cross thing next week. And uh, yeah, I was telling you about this before we started recording, actually. So what I'm going to do for that is I'm going to take a, uh, this segue is perfect into the base chart kind of thing I want to do. Um, so it's like, Two Genesis can never be bred. You can only have the, they're the Genesis. You know, it's like the book yeah. of Genesis. It's the yeah. beginning. So we two Genesis are the only way you can make a legendary. Mm -hmm. Okay. Now two legendaries or a legendary and a Genesis will make an exclusive. Okay, and here's where it gets tricky because then once you get to the exclusive level, if you read those with the Genesis male, they'll hold the line and stay at exclusive. But if you were to breed them with a legendary or another exclusive, it'll drop it down to an elite, which is the next one below. And the same thing applies with elites to Genesis. Elite to legendary would make a cross. Same shit applies to cross to pacer, which is the bottom one. Right. So for this like cross only thing, I want to take this elite, this elite Z11 Nakamoto I have. That's mm -hmm. a pretty damn good racer. It's winning like eleven point seven percent for me, something like that. Like, yeah, it's been. I took it over. It was at ten percent, and then I've increased its winning percentage a little. Just okay, a little, just a fraction, but eleven percent—that's no joke. You know, that's not a. No, any anything over five is is pretty good, and anything over ten is like you're in the top four percent of winning percentage right. in the game, basically. Right, like, right, and then you get that like super elite level of like the 25 percent 30 percent win I've, i saw one that was a 40 percent winner over like 500 races and it was like it had made like 15 ETH or something like that. it was like just ridiculous that's yeah that's absurd that is absolutely absurd yeah, yeah how much that horse wins yeah like but like so if i take my the z11 elite nakamoto and breed it with an exclusive i had now i was thinking well for these you should always just breed Take it, find a like for the pacer tourney, find a cross and breed it with a legendary right. to get that pacer. So, because like ideally, you want as much blood on the horse to be as close to Genesis blood as possible. Makes sense. So, I mean, I mean the, le the less times you, I mean, it's, every time I hear something like this, I compare it to the uh, Michael Keaton film Multiplicity. Yeah, how like each, yeah, yeah, dude. How each time yeah. he, he, uh, clones himself it gets a little bit more dumber until it's like yeah yeah <laughs> until you end up with the really really slow one yeah. Yeah, yeah yeah like the first couple yeah yeah they're all right yeah. you know yeah until you get to the third one he's a little off but you know keep him around but that like eighth one oh dude he's a doozy you know yeah 
Yeah. Still got it on with Andy McDowell, though. Yeah, no, I think that's a fucking great analogy. <laughs> like, I never thought there was going to be a multiplicity reference on this yep. show. But, <laughs> dude, you know, you, we're blowing minds every week over here. That's right. Um, but so, yeah, so like, yeah, if you want to make, so like, yeah, to make this cross, I'm going to take this elite and do it with a legend or an, actually an exclusive. But the reason why I'm doing this is I explained it to you earlier. This isn't what I call it, a super exclusive. And so yeah. this is what I'm going to be making here is like a super, like a, an ant, like a charged up cross kind of thing. Yeah. But like, yeah. So if I take this exclusive, I have who has a Genesis Zabo Z4 father. Okay. And then a Z8 Finney legendary mother whose parents are a Z2 Nakamoto Genesis and then uh, a Z6 Finney Genesis. Okay, so I'm taking that bloodline. And, he, dude, he's a 5% winner. He, he he's finishes third, like, at 33%, 35%. Like, he, he's constantly hitting the podium, but he right. just doesn't quite have that ump to get over on some stuff. But right. I, I like what he's got, and his he's got some really good brothers and sisters, and they've bred some very good horses. He's still a colt. I've never bred him yet, so I don't have anything to go off on that. But... With this elite, she this elite Nakamoto I have, she has bred a horse, and she she's got like a Z8 uh, cross Nakamoto, Z18 cross Nakamoto that she bred. That's a ten percent winner. So, so you've created created so, the ultimate sleeper car. Yeah, you, you yeah. dropped a four fifty four in a Volvo. It's I like it. Z20. Yeah. Well, okay. When I add this together, what Z11 plus the twelve. So yeah, a Z23 Finney cross, which on the surface doesn't look like much. But when you look at its lineage, it's sixty-two and a half percent Nakamoto, twenty-five percent Zabo, and then the remaining twelve and a half percent will be the Finny. That because when you breed, it'll always go to the low. So if you breed a Buterin and a Nakamoto, it'll always become a Buterin, even though the offspring is half Nakamoto. Right. So, a Butamoto. A Butamoto. A Nakuterin. Yeah. A, 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 Z- a Zaba Buterin. I don't know. I, Azuterin, Azabamoto, Azabamoto, yeah, all of it, yeah, all of these. You know, I'm yeah. here for this. Let's make new words. Just make them up, dude. Fuck it. But yeah, uh, so no, but like when you look at it like that, like I think there's a lot of interesting angles. So for the next pacer one, I want to take the Z18 cross that you have with mm. my Z10 legendary Finney. That's what I'm talking about right there. And then make yeah. a Z28, and that'll basically, you know, and. Listen, you know why I'm so glad we're talking breeding right now, Scott, is because I've had business cards made up that say uh, broker of, of digital horse sex and just <laughs> just waiting in, in the cart for me to just pre- press, press purchase for, for me to be able, as soon as I breed a horse, just boom, I'm going to have those two dayed. Well, and that's like, dude. Chase Sessoms, broker of digital horse sex. I, I realized when I was looking at the cross prices on the market right now, I was like, okay, this is a time where it'll be cheaper for me. Cause like I was looking at it, it'll basically cost me uh, like 22 bucks. Yeah. To, to create this Z 23 for this cross tournament. And then, and then it'll give me the fun. Cause I'll, I'll breed it. Uh, what was it? Two days. So then it gives me the weekend to fuck around with it and do the discovery races and stuff and get it ready right. for the tourney next week. And right. Right. Dial it in a little. So, 
Well, I'm I'm more than happy to uh, loan you the horse dong that you gifted me. Yeah, uh, yeah. to make this yeah, happen. I'm gonna for for the next pacer one. I'm for sure gonna want to borrow some horse dong for that. Like, yeah, I'll make sure that I watch gay porn and just got angry before. <laughs> it's gonna be like a uh, um, rich strike biting everybody all over the place. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. Lo- love nips. Just be like, if that. I mean, if we're going on the love nips thing, then you have to name the offspring Marv Albert, right? <laughs> dude. You, I mean, you have to, dude. Like, <laughs> pretty much at that point i love how he, he went back to work too it's so good all right uh but you know we are brought to you you know what our horses need and that the, i love is uh our sponsor and the athletic greens and their ag1 supplement so what is it with one delicious scoop of ag1 you're absorbing 75 high quality vitamins minerals whole food source superfoods probiotics and adaptogens to help you start your day off right Special blend of ingredients supports your gut health, your nervous system, your immune system, your energy, recovery, focus, aging, all the things. It costs you less than three dollars a day. You're investing in your ha- in your health, and it's cheaper than your cold brew habit. And that's you know that cold brew habit can get kind of costly. And AG One will help recover your body from the cold brew habit. So it helps double time. AG1 supports better sleep quality and recovery, and Athletic Greens has over 7,000 five-star reviews. To make it easy, Athletic Greens is going to give you a free one-year supply of immune-supporting vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first purchase. All you have to do is visit athleticgreens.com SGP. Again, that is athleticgreens.com SGP to take ownership over your health and pick up the ultimate daily nutritional insurance. All right, and then I think this might be our most important sponsor when it comes down to it is IP Vanish because you don't want your wallet getting hijacked on this by these people on the web. You know, you gotta gotta keep our horses secure in the barn, bro. Like this is this is life or death for us now at this point. <laughs> you think this is a game? Yeah, no. And you know, browsing online using incognito doesn't actually protect your privacy. That's right. Without added security, you might as well give away all your private data to hackers, advertisers, your ISP, and other prying eyes. That's why we use IP Vanish VPN to make it easy to stay truly private and secure on the internet. IP Vanish helps you safely browse the internet by encrypting 100% of your data. That means that your private details, passwords, communication, browsing history, horse wallets will all be completely shielded from falling into the wrong hands, even if your physical location will be hidden. IP Vanish makes you virtually invisible online. It's that simple. You can use IP Vanish on unlimited devices without sacrificing on speed, your computers, tablets, phones, even your fire stick, when you're streaming media. Whether I'm at home or in public, I don't go, especially dude, at the casino. Oh, forget about it, man. A lot of creeps online around there. I don't go online anywhere at all without using IP Vanish. They're offering an incredible 70% off their yearly plan for our listeners with a 30-day money-back guarantee. That's just like getting nine months for free. IP Vanish is super easy to use. All you have to do is tap one button. You're instantly protected. You won't even know it's on. Stop sharing with the world everything you stream, everything you search for, and everything you buy. Take your privacy back today with a brand rated 4.6 out of 5 on Trustpilot. Go to ipvanish.com slash SGP and use promo code SGP and claim your 70% savings. That's ipvanish.com slash SGP. All right. Home stretch, buddy. Home stretch. Let's go. So I was kind of thinking, uh, we kind of just kind of go over here, like the pros and cons of reading right now. So we, I think okay. some of the pros definitely are getting specifically something you want for these yeah, the, tournaments something to be said for having the control of of like this is what i this is the kind of horse that i want i have the ability to make it on my own yeah and like 
like for example, I wanted a Z21 buterin for these Z21 buterin turnings and stuff because there's a lot of it, that kind of stuff. Th those on the in the third party world, I haven't done one yet, but I bred one just to have it in case I see like a really spe like there was a huge one a couple few weeks ago, and I was like, shit, I wish I would have gotten in on that. So I bred this horse, but I used my Z12 Zabo exclusive, and uh, I found a Z9 buterin on, and I probably still would have done this even if I had my Finny, because it's like. Find that Z9 Buterin uh, Genesis on the open market to make this a clean Z21 exclusive. Like, yeah, yeah, a no frills straight from the tap. This is what I got. Z21, goddamn Buterin. Yeah, Dad's a fucking Z9 Buterin Genesis, oh. that, and he's done all right. You know, he kicked around in the minor leagues for a while. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. But mom, had a cup of coffee with the A's. Mom, yeah, mom, mom's a fucking. Mom over here though, you know, she was in yeah. Playboy, dude. You know, she's yeah. a Zabo model that was in Playboy. Yeah. I'm describing she, the Keogh family from Real Housewives of Orange County. I was I was thinking maybe she was the catch the the catcher for the Rockford Peaches or something, you know. Yeah, oh, dude. Oh, yeah, yeah. She was Rosie O'Donnell's daughter from There we go. From yeah. Either, yeah. Um, but no, nah, like, dude, or Madonna's daughter. I mean, that's that's a lot of it. Um, all the way, May. Yeah. But no, like that, dude, that's definitely a reason to do this. Uh I do think if you really want to get into breeding, don't try and buy the pair. I know I have. Don't once again, not financial advice, but you're probably better off finding a solid breeding mare that you want to get, and then finding a deal on the studs. Because, like, hey, you heard us work out a deal where I'm going to save on the stud fee with it. Like, you can find people, dude. This is a supportive community. Like, hey, if you want to breed with mine, dude, we can work something out. I, I I'm going to want to get something for it, but I'm going to kick back some money on it. Like you know give like a 10 15 fucking kickback on it like i don't you know like if that's what yeah. gonna, if that's gonna make or break your stable dude i'm down to help you know yeah yeah and i mean i kind of the the way that i've been building my stable is looking towards breeding as a future and i mean it did it based off the advice that you gave me which was i basically for the first three purchases i had i only looked at mares and i only looked at mares that could produce offspring that were you know yeah, winners because like, this buyer's yeah. market's not going to last forever right and, and once i once i breed them i feel more confident that if i can find a good you know a good stud that i i know that the horse is more than likely going to drop a, a winner at that point you know drop winners at that point and so yeah that's you know, kind of the way we've been going about it at least yeah no and i, I think i think really think that's the thing is like because when you do and i, I do think though when you do really want to if you're going to go ball to do it get your genesis stallion first because yeah. I do think there's a lot more quality Genesis mares out there for a bargain than there is stallions, it seems like right now. And that dude, right. that market could flip so quick. But it just seems like people want – people because it makes sense because with the Genesis stallion, you can earn passive income with their three covers a month in the stud. Block. Right, right. You could be breeding them point. every month and you don't – like because, dude, I've heard that uh, every Z1 Nakamoto Genesis male – has always burned all three covers in the stud barn every month. Maybe that's not true anymore, but it was doing that yeah. for a while. And it was like someone kind of figured out the math, like it's a fucking like hedge fund type, like, a, like it's like a mutual fund kind of thing. And it's basically like, dude, a Genesis male will give you 17% yearly dividends. That's badass is what that is. Oh, I'm talking Z1 Nakamoto male. Like, yeah, yeah, sure, sure. Yeah, still, that's... That, that'll work i'll take that that's better than my 401k so you, know, you know for a fact in six years you're making your money back on that thing yeah that's a good point 
That's a very good point. I likes it. I likes where your head's at. Yeah. I mean, I was telling that to Sean and Kramer because, like, they possibly have the money to do something like that. And I was just kind of like, you know, like, if you, dude, like, if you're going to really, because it's like having that stud, I mean, having that anchor Z1, like, because I do think the best horses in the game right now are, for the most part, Z2 le- bred legendaries. It was like the right Z1 parents that created that monster. Like right. when you look like Princess of Power and some of these like really big time. But I think in the future, dude, I think like the best horse in the game is going to be some kind of like weird like Z10 Finny or Zabo that they bred in with Nak- like a really good Nakamoto like exclusive legendary kind of line. Right. And then pop it in with like a Finny, big Genesis kind of thing and make that super exclusive. I, I think it, that that might... Cause something tells me like a mixture of the bloodlines is going to yeah. produce the like. Yeah. Okay. I like it. A little, a little variation. Yeah. You know what? It, like we don't really know this, but what if just, let's say Zabos were just more built for like Nakamoto's are just a kind of overall Swiss army knives. They're good at everything. Right. But let's just say Zabos might be a little bit more focused on distance preference. And then the Finneys might be a little bit more dialed into their base ability. And then Butans are the most common one, so that's just kind of like your generic vanilla one. Do, do everything, knock around knock kind around. of horse. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah, knock around guy like Tony's dead. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he doesn't knock. But uh, also, dude, shout out to uh, listener Blake Meyer. Uh, he hit me up and was asking advice, and I think I helped him. He ran his horse. Like, dude, he has a pretty good Z6 uh, Nakamoto doused yeah. yeah that thing is a monster yeah that thing dude. is a beast and he was like telling me he's like man i think i fucked it up yesterday and like it's funny because people like run it too much and think they broke it for good it's like dude just rest it for 12 hours like, yeah come back and yeah come back you don't even have to hours. wait the f- you don't even have to wait the full 12 just give it five and it'll probably be ready yeah to go. but no wait the 12 hours because he ran it like 21 times in a day like that's like kind of oh yeah. wow yeah dude. yeah <laughs> so but like uh yeah so if anybody else is like wanting to get advice or whatever we're we're available on the sgpn slack channel which a lot yeah. of i i we, we're starting to have one of the more active slack channels in there people like, yeah yeah and i mean it's uh it's good because uh you, you're able to chime in with the more specific advice and stuff i've kind of figured out that my niche in this is kind of uh I don't know, barn management, you picking, picking spots and, you know, analyzing how my, how well, you know, what spots my horses run well in and trying to spot them up in that. And I'll tell you, like, as soon as I started paying attention to it, just started just rattling off wins, you know, based off of that, I've got one of those horses I picked up on the bargain. It was a class four. That thing's racing in class two now. So I think maybe next week, uh, I've been DMing with him, but I think next week we're gonna have MJ from MJ informatics on. And I want, Yes. Yeah, and I want, but I want you to have a little bit more research in this thing you're trying with this, because with his tools, I think he'll sit down and run some of your hypothesis through it, and we'll see if we can get like concrete proof that this some of this stuff works. He's got some. He's got some cool stuff, and there's there's like a question of like pace. I'm I'm thinking yeah, about because he has like average speeds for the horses per like different and you different know, I like looked at distances horse and stuff. Dude, you know, what? okay, I'm gonna. I, I came up with a term today that. I think applies to some horse stuff and some horse shit here. Um, I'm going to start calling them baseball stats because you know, baseball is a shitload of meaningless stats. Like the the hold, 
yeah right right or or even like dude but even like rbi like we should never use rbi to evaluate players of baseball because a lot of it has to do with where you hit in the lineup who's on your team who's hitting around you like there's that's not a fucking individual stat no matter how much they try and market it right like right same with runs scored like you need guys driving you in but like run scores a little makes a little more sense because it usually correlates to a high on base percentage Sure, sure. And so that's where we start coming up with like a wins above replacement stuff, you know. And like, I think we can kind of do that with horses. Like, I think speed might be one of the and gate preference or two garbage ones we could probably just throw out right now. Maybe those right. will apply in the future, but speed, when you look at it, look at the uh, like going to the sp- like thousand meter sprints, right? And then look at the last few like uh, class five races at that level, at that, and then look at the speeds and then go over at class one. Now, Ideally, like, right, like hypothetically, the class one times should be blowing it out of the water, but right. sometimes those class five times will be better. Will be actually better than yeah, yeah. Now I, I was looking at like how my horses do, like whenever they change distances or change distance funnels or how they perform whenever they move up to a different class or move down to a different class, and then like taking a look at like their average speeds and what their average speed is for like the distance and how it performs whenever See, I change I think distances and stuff. No, I think that's where like average speed per distance, there could be something to that. Yeah. You know, where it's like, Oh, like, wow. He like runs faster at 14 than 1200 meters. Like, like the times right. are actually faster average. So then, and then you look at like, but to me, like that kind of data, you need to like, you look at that along with winning percentage, along with flame rate, Sure. with the other things yeah absolutely no i agree and i guess flame rate is gonna be replaced soon and they're talking about how it's gonna be some like thing based on pedigreed history of the game or something like that but dude i'm hoping that they replace dude like flames because they used to have odds right and i yeah. i got around into the game after odds so for those of you that were in the game before Sorry, I wasn't really in that world, but I have studied the odds because it's still on Know Your Horses and stuff. Like, what yeah. horses odds did you? So it's like I have used it to look at some horses and whatnot, but flame rate's weird because that's just basically saying, telling you which horses are going to finish in the top three. But that doesn't necessarily give you an idea who's going to win. Yeah. Because a U-shaped horse that's either going to finish first or in the back is probably not going to draw flames that often. Right. And I, I, I got to think that there's something to how all of these horses interact with each other. For example, like, are there like 11 horses that all really want to go fast and one that goes fast at the end? Like there's gotta be some element of pace to this, I think. Yeah. And like, okay. For these upcoming, like, like not like uh, con- like conditional tournaments, dude, like I think there's something to be like looking for, like you're saying, like people that gave up on a horse, like after a couple, like, you know, really quick after a couple of races, they didn't run that well. But like, right. look, try and if you can find this, and because I, I mean, there's sharp people out there that are looking for this stuff too. But let's just say it's a Z50 tournament. Go on there and look for Z50s that drew flames in a, like a Griffin race. Because if a Z50 has ever drawn flames in a Griffin race, if there's like really good like horses in there, that's fucking incredible. Like that's fucking like. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Considering that they're racing against everyone, yeah, yeah, absolutely. yeah, and, and it's like, okay, well, there's something to that. That means it's probably gonna smoke fellow Z50 to 75s or whatever. Right? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, that's a good strategy. And so, like, start looking for like that, like, but like, what I like is like look for something that drew flames in a race but finished dead last. Tricky. I like it. But 
You know what that's telling us? I think, and I, I don't know, maybe we'll get MJ to kind of dial, help, help us dial this in next week a little. Sure. Dude, dude so we do that. It, you find these dead last, like one or two races, dead last that drew flame. Like, let's say it drew flames in one out of three races and finished dead last in that, but finished, like, I don't know, fourth, fifth in the other two or something like that. That makes or, sense. Or maybe now, now we might be looking at a high variance beast there. Depending on the three that beat it, the, the few that beat it in that those next two races, kind of thing. Right, right. Okay. If it's only, if it's losing to Z four monsters there, then we can be like, hey, this thing. I mean, you know, I'm like so. I think there's some ways to about like. I think the the best balance that I I kind of want to strike right now, me personally with my stables is like, I want to acquire value races as much as possible. Right. But I also want to acquire legit building blocks for the future. And it's trying, it's trying to balance that. And I might just have to pick one or the other for the next few months to try and. Decisions, decisions. Oh, it's Sophie's choice over here. But all right, dude. It, uh, anything else you want to add on breeding and whatnot? Because we no, will do just... a lot. We will definitely do some live breeding on Twitch streams coming up. Like, I oh. mean. Oh, yeah. I mean, we'll, we'll, we'll get in on some of that. But, like, I, I do think for as far as, like, right now goes, it's like. Dude, would you rather like? Okay, now for this particular race, it's like, yeah, I'm gonna say I I bought your horse. I was like twenty five bucks or whatever. That was that, how much that one costs. Yeah, that cross. Um, it's gonna cost me twenty two to do mine. Right, and it's gonna have mostly Nakamoto blood. So it's yeah. like, like it's like uh, now, but I think that's the kind of the brilliance of Zed right now. Not to ball wash them or anything, but all right, now you're giving me reasons to create more value. Like you're giving me right. Like it's like I, I can't just constantly breed everything and have it sell for half the breeding cost or whatever. I gotta think like just big picture. The the more breeding you do, the more horses you create, there's gotta be a further kind of stratification of price in terms of what's out there. And all it does is just make the game more accessible because you, you're going to eventually have these further down the line horses that are, that are like, you know, six bucks to start out. Yeah. Uh, And and, you know, you'll still have the other ones. Yeah, exactly. You know, it's like, dude, cause if like, I would love to see like, just these, like I was saying dollar double ups of like, have all these different like Z brackets, even just for them. Right. So you can like, dude, Z one through ten, Z ten through twenty. Just even do it like that, and you're only competing against and five dollar double ups. Bam, bam, bam. It'd be a lot of fun, and so that's what wait like guys with these. All, right, all I could afford was a five dollar Z one fifty. All right, cool. You there's a way for you to earn money to make to buy something better next time. Like right, right, and that's kind of I mean even going forward like thinking about like the Genesis horses and everything. Like I'm probably not going to fork out enough of my own money to buy like a z1 genesis or something you know something like that but i i will certainly if i win enough to to buy one then i that i'll definitely do that you know that's kind of my thing is like final get the right racers win the right races and so i'm i'm buying these nice horses with house money yeah no i i think i mean that's something we do because like doing it this way you're casting a wide net you only need to really hit on one like dude think about it if you just keep doing like twenty dollar Bar, 20 20 20 30 dollar bargain horses right right and just slowly over the next few months you free extra 20 here extra 20 there in your pocket you get one of these and you build it up to like 15 20 of them you're gonna hit big on one of them eventually right 
eventually the odds are just in my favor that I'm going to get enough into a tournament where I'm going to qualify for a quarterfinal or semifinal and get paid. Dude, the other night I qualified five horse or four horses and almost a fifth. The other one was like, right. Just a couple points off the qualifying list. And the highest one finished was sixth. But I realized it's like, okay, this, the more darts I have to throw at this, the more likely I'm going to hit one eventually. Like, that's yeah. That's, and that's been my mentality is now is just how many horses can I get into these tournaments? So I have to know what everyone does well. So I make sure that everyone is running at the right distances. And yeah, then, then, yeah. then it's like picket game, you know, game selection and everything. And man. Yeah. That's why I knew it'd be a pain in the ass to get across. So I was like, you know, I'll, I'll hook my homie up for, for that one. Cause that'll be, yeah. That's a much more difficult way. I think you, I think you have one that can make a run in that thing. I agree. I agree. That thing. Yeah. Cause it's, it, com- I it's mean, competing I, with legendaries right now. Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm, I'm pumped about what that one, that one can do. Yeah. 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 I'm going to get him all dialed in. All yeah, get it. ready that's to go. Good. That's how I, I kind of feel. I, I have, I'm feeling good about what I might get out of this. It's going to be fun to breed this one this weekend. Cause it's going to be like, it's gonna be cheap, and because it's uh, said breeding a what is it the the exclusives? It's way cheaper than doing Genesis or let you know. So it's like right. it's gonna be cheap, but I I think I'm gonna get a good one just based on what I've seen out of what the siblings of Primos Barraza have bred, and then the one that this other horse has bred already. So yeah, all right, dude. Uh, where can people find you on social media and whatnot? You can always find me being abrasive at of Oaklawn on Twitter. Uh, I've got a, a meat sack horse racing show too. If you ever want to follow it, it's uh, the notorious OTB on the sports gambling podcast network at notorious underscore OTB is the uh, Twitter handle there. Uh, yeah. And you also got your uh, ultimate Frisbee show too. Ah, yes. Ah, yes, 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 yes. Uh, the tilted land shark podcast with Zach Avello. Yeah, better than uh, Fallon. Yeah, <laughs> of course. Uh, you know, getting, uh, you know, Giving you a uh, gambling advice for uh, betting the AUDL, the Professional Ultimate Frisbee League. Yeah, you're gonna have to give me some picks on that maybe this weekend. I might have to get get some action in on that. Uh, well, that I will have. You can follow me, Scott underscore Bowser, on Twitter, but make sure you're following the show at Zed Podcast on Twitter at Zed Zed Run Gambling Podcast on Instagram. Um, like I said, join the Slack channel. Uh, find us on Discord. We're all over the place with this stuff, uh, and like for reals if you can you want to help out the show you don't got a lot of money you don't want to buy one of our jacked up overpriced horses off us or pumping up horses off us uh but one of the things you can help us do to grow this and get bigger is just go over to apple Podcasts, give a five-star review leave a little comment and that that's like worth its weight in gold right there i'm gonna get a free horse giveaway going in the next couple months for the people that have done this and we'll pick a person at random so that's going to be a lot of fun. Um, there we go. That's what I'm talking about. Yeah. And then uh, what else did I? Oh, and then make sure you download the SGPN app where we have all our podcasts. Um, and every one of these episodes has an article that, that accompanies it. And me and like we got a good formula with it now. After, I think after the one we did last week where I kind of do all the boring shit on there. And then he comes in and is like, hey, uh, hey, dipshit, here's some stuff you forgot that. Uh, yeah. Yeah that people could uh, also help out with so i call them wolf tracks yeah they're wolf tracks they're it's a lot of fun you know tracking it through the yellow snow 
But, uh, <laughs> yeah, thank you so much, everybody, for checking us out. And uh, we will be back next week, hopefully with MJ. If not, I'm going to line up another good guest for us. So until then, see you later. <laughs>